0: Hello and welcome to The Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini-cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight, I'm asking this question. What must it be like to be in the shoes of the people taking decisions right now? It's day 86 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 24,942 confirmed cases with 779 deaths. Kesha Desi Raju is India's former health secretary. He is a widely respected officer who is recognized for the role he played in transforming public health in India. I spoke to him to get an insider understanding of the decisions governments are having to make.
1: When I watch the Joint Secretary Health do the briefings every day, um, it strikes me that as in that position, there's quite a, a fine line between not panicking people and not withholding information. So, you know, is, is that a difficult thing to navigate at times like this?
2: Yes, I would think so. I think you put it correctly because he doesn't have an easy job. Uh, he certainly should not create panic. Because, you know, people will just seize on one small piece of information and run away with this. The government representative is really, he, he has much more information than you or I do. He okay. is getting a lot of material, a lot of data from the states. He needs to know what of that is useful and important for the public to know what will not create panic. But equally, he must tell the truth. So this is, uh, this is, this is not easy. To balance uh, the need of being, uh, his, his information needs to be properly evidenced in data and cites it. At the same time, he shouldn't create panic. So uh, you're right. It's it's a tough balancing act.
1: The other area that I um, you know don't envy them on is that uh, some of the some of the solutions that are having to be done now are things that really uh you know in a sense it's retrofitting big solutions that should have happened over a long period of time right whether it is ramping up uh, social welfare or ramping up the number of beds and that sort of things it seems like at a, a very short uh, moments notice very big structural changes to the overall welfare mechanism is being are being had to uh, uh, to be taken now
2: you're right about that. You know, early on in the crisis, Rajiv Sadanandan, who used to be health secretary in Kerala, said something very important. He said, you cannot start preparing for an emergency while the emergency is upon you. Right. You have to do these things in advance. Right, right now, all our efforts, all our resources, our money, our health human resources have to be focused focused on keeping the health facilities functioning, as much testing as possible, care of the people who turn positive, isolation of the the people who have been in contact with this patient who has turned positive. At this point of time, this is what we should be looking at. We cannot have any other priority now. We should have done all these things earlier, but we didn't do them. Right. Now let us hope that when the crisis passes, because the crisis will pass, all viruses die at some point. It may be six months, it may be eight months, but we will get through this. Right. And we, what we should then hope for is at that stage, we see significant investments both by the central and the state governments into strengthening the public health facilities, into more recruitment of doctors, nurses and all the attendant allied health people you need, very, very much more serious attention to the public sector. is what we can hope for after the crisis.
1: When we talk about ramping up public health infrastructure for now, for dealing with this uh, pandemic now for the next month or two, it strikes Hmm. me that there's also a massive ramping up that we're going to need to think of for the next year or two to deal with all the uh, domino effects of uh, of the yes. past few months and i wonder if you know i hope i hope our energy um, and investment continues past june or whenever the you know peak hits and goes because that might not like it, it won't have the urgency of an epidemic but it'll still be serious
2: you're absolutely correct, and you can't bank on it. You know, the way in which we work right. uh, over the years this is something I've realized, you know, we are actually quite good in a crisis. Right. Using right. limited resources, using whatever is at hand, we have some capacity to get jobs done. Right. But equally, we tend to just fall back on business as usual. I said earlier in this conversation that, you know, we should wait and see post-lockdown whether ABC will happen in in greater investment in public health by the government. I doubt it, actually, because yeah. then the whole focus will go on to, oh, how, how wonderful we are. We have defeated the virus. Yes. And uh, everyone will, the health people will fall off the map again. Right. And... The thing is, you see, you're absolutely correct about, and it's not just a question of increased focused activity in the health sector. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to look at a range of what the virus and the lockdown have done to the labor market, to people who've actually been walking home, who have lost their jobs, who have no resources to support with. What has happened to people with uh, chronic conditions who have probably lost out on many months of treatment, diabetics, people with blood pressure, people with mental health problems who've not been able to access care? What about people who have accumulated huge debts as a result of this? There are many, many ways in which, to which, you know, government needs to give it issues on which government needs to focus post lockdown and we have to wait and see that that uh, we will have for, for at least the next couple of years yeah. we will have to identify at the district level populations at risk
1: mm-hmm.
2: and focus on them.
1: Right. okay
2: we've got past we've got past the initial crisis, the virus has gone. Now now we have to deal with the fallout.
0: It takes someone who's seen it all from within to be able to step outside the current crisis and think of the long road ahead. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Tomorrow, a new question.